This is Chase, Brody, Dean and Harry, and you're listening to Doss and Toss. This is Doss and Toss. Seb Ross and Daniel Cross have nothing to do with today's episode, but we do have another guest. He's got all the trade news, all your favourite segments are in, we talk Toby Green, Nathan Jones, so furthermore, let's get into the trench. It's been a huge week, plenty is happening, but none bigger than the Toby Green debate. Three weeks, I reckon that's probably fair, maybe maybe a bit, um, a bit under. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Chase. I think it was soft, I don't think it was his, his intention to, even the ump, um... So there was, you believe there was nothing wrong with it. So I think he should have been let, let off with that one. But yeah, tough. Yeah, fair. I mean, you could argue that it was soft, but at the end of the day, you need to set a precedent for the for the juniors. And as a kid, I'm sure you guys would know. I mean, you're taught do not touch an umpire. It's as simple as that. So I don't think there's any place for that in the game. And I think it's it's a good statement that um the tribunal has made. Free Toby. You could say, yeah. So without without Toby Green, I still think the Giants are dangerous. But what chances do you give them against against the Cats? I don't give them a chance, really. I think Geelong are too experienced, coming off a loss. I think they should get the job done. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Geelong know how to handle finals losses in week one. <laughs> and yeah, I have Geelong, but I just don't think you can rule out GWS. That happens all the time, and then they prove everyone wrong again. Yeah, there's no doubt the um the importance um of Toby Green, but you also take it take back to the uh it was round twenty one um, match between Geelong and JUS. JUS and we're missing Kelly Hogan, um and and then and now Geelong are missing Stewart. So um there's still an advantage that JUS has has there. So I'm not ruling them out, and I think they they can ride this momentum. The miracle on ice game. Yeah, yes. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of finals, um, Nathan Jones, we all love him. We all, well, I think he deserves um, to be a premiership player, but um, things aren't handed out in this competition. Do you guys think Nathan Jones um, has a spot in the Melbourne side, maybe as a medical sub, or or maybe that the final few spots in the 22? Yeah, I was going to say that I reckon they should give him a medical sub. Over James Jordan got the experience. I don't think Jordan got X Factor as a medical sub anyway. Neither does Jones really, but I just think it's good to have him there, and he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, Jordan, he's been pretty good all year, but he also has had a form slump. And you know, I I don't like sort of playing someone just for sentiment, but the Goodwin saying Nathan Jones has been training training the house down. He's in good form uh, in the scratch matches. So wouldn't be um, undeserving if they put him in, but yeah, it's certainly it would be pretty cool if he misses out. Wouldn't be undeserving at all after what he's endured in his time at Melbourne. Richard Tambling Cup this week. Are you excited? I am. Yeah, yeah. It's um, absolutely that is the only focus that we're we're about uh, at Tigerland. Yeah. Now we're starting with uh, our favourite segment of the podcast, the favourite cups of the weekend. Chase, would you like to kick us off? Um, yeah, sure, Brody. Uh, it is a favourite favorite segment. Gone with the Brent Maloney Cup, the Brisbane and Melbourne 
star. Um, had a short career, but yeah, he was a great player for Melbourne. And lest we forget that goal in the Miracle on Grass game from about 60 metres. Dean? Uh, I've gone with the Stevie Montlop Cup. Geelong Port. It was a great game and Montlop got involved. Harry? Yeah, I've gone um, Jake Stringer in his own cup. Bulldogs Essendon. Bulldogs got up by 49. Stringer kicked two. So, yeah. I also went with uh, Bulldogs Essendon with uh, Stuart Camry. That's twice in a row you've copied me. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's a few. (laughs) I don't even really think he realised last week. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. And now we'll get into um, Hidden Gem of the Week, the returning segment. Um, Chase, you kick us off. Yeah, we've got the first uh, two-time Hidden Gem on the on the podcast. I've gone with Alex Nilbullen. Um, maybe one of his best games for the club. 27 disposals, about six score involvements, and just in everything, heaps of tackles, lots of pressure. And I think he's he's a very underrated player. Dean? I've gone with Tom Sparrow, another D. Everyone knows, everyone in the neighbourhood all around the world knows that Tom Sparrow is on the chopping block if he does not play well. And he had a game, 21 touches, four marks and a goal, keeping Jimmy Jordan out, as we just mentioned. And he was the hidden gem for the Ds on the weekend. Very nice. Love the passion in your voice there, Dean. Uh, what about you, Brody? I went with uh, Hogan, who kicked two goals um, to get the win against Sydney. And I want to give a special mention to Harry Hummelberg as well, who I said is a finals player. And he lived up to that by kicking two goals this week. So looking forward to seeing him this, this week again. Six, uh, con- yeah. Yeah, Six contested marks for him. Yeah, five inside yeah. 50, or five marks inside 50. Yeah. Lots of love to Jesse. In his love first him. final. Yeah, and I've gone with Sam Draper. 44 hitouts against a makeshift Ruckman in Lewis. But I still think like he just showed that he's going to be a Ruckman for the future and the Dons can, yeah, their midfield can really build around him. Yeah. How many days now? 2000. Uh... Six thousand. Six thousand. Yeah, six thousand. Seven or eight, probably. Two hundred and yeah, six thousand. Six thousand two hundred eight. Yeah, around that. I'm counting. Yeah, get involved. Let us know. Um, and also, if other fans have hidden gem suggestions, that would be welcomed. All right, now on to my favorite segment. Certainly not Brody's, as he said the favorite cup of the week was the list bench start. We've gone the Geelong midfield here. Duncan Guthrie Menegola. I've started Duncan, benched Guthrie, and delisted Menegola. I think Duncan just has that kicking ability, can win the ball, and came back into the side after nearly the whole year out and was one of their best players. And I do think Menegola's stiff because I think he is really underrated. But Guthrie's ability to win the footy puts him ahead of Menegola. And gives him a spot on the bench. Brody, what do you think? Yeah, so I've gone um, Duncan to start, and then bench Guthrie and Dillis Menegola. But that doesn't mean I don't think Menegola is good. Um, he had quite the breakout season last year. Uh, also a late pick in the draft, around four, pick 40 to 50. So, yeah, very impressive. Came through the VFL box here all for you. Yeah, been yeah. on a couple of lists. Yeah. 
Geelong love a mature age recruit. You know, they they do like their their mature ages and experience. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually started Guthrie, uh, Bench Duncan, and sorry, yeah, Bench Duncan and Delis Managola. I think Guthrie is just more consistent. Duncan's a gun, but I've also seen him play some pretty ordinary games. That um, 2018 elimination final, he was heaps the ball, but wasted a lot of his disposal. So, yeah, just going off that. Yeah, and no, I've agreed with Chase there. I just think Guthrie um, still got like long more years in his career compared to Duncan. Um, and yeah, delisted Menegola as well. Just I don't think he's got the, I guess, the same X factor or gets enough of it as the others or does enough with the ball. Mm, yeah, Menegola very stiff. Um, we've got another episode, so another segment of uh, From the Fans. Um, again, uh, heaps of questions, but um, we'll just go through. Let's go through a few of them. Uh, first one is Jono. He asks, five quarters ago, Geelong were flag favourites. Now they are rabble. They are a rabble. So what happened? Well, Jono, five quarters ago, Clary happened, Max Gorn happened, uh, and a few other Melbourne players happened. But um, yeah, Geelong, they don't have a great um, week one finals record. And I think I think they were a bit arrogant in that last quarter of the Melbourne game. Joel, Sel- uh, Joel Selwood and Dangerfield were off for long periods of that game and yeah I think that sort of carried into the um, qualifying final against Port Dean you have a question from Adam yeah I actually read Jono's question as ropeable and I thought that was a great use of the word but clearly, <laughs> clearly not all right Adam asks Saad or Hind Adam Saad did not ask this but that's an odd coincidence Saad yeah mm. Adam yeah, um, it depends in what way. I think Saad's the better player over the course of his career, but it's easy to say that Hind had a astonishing year this year and had a better year than Saad in the move to Essendon. I think ultimately you can't go past Saad. But look at Essendon and look at Carlton. Just look at it, eh? Yep. I think our Colton fan coming on will have a lot to say. Mm, Another fan joining us this week. Stay tuned. Yeah. I got a question from a huge AFL fan here. Um, Jamie, most irrelevant club in the AFL. Um, I think it has to be either Gold Coast or North Melbourne, in my opinion. They both have one of the smallest fan bases in the AFL. Uh, as well as GWS, but I wouldn't call them irrelevant. But yeah, nice, Brody. I think Freo would also probably be in that. A Gold Coast so irrelevant that they're relevant. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like they're memes. Or like people will talk about them. Exactly. Like Matt Rowell, Stewie Jew. Yeah, they're all memes. Hey. Yeah, but also Freo, twenty-six years, haven't won a flag, but they've got a good young group coming through. You know, doubt. I had a question from um, our guest last week, Remy Spicer. Um, he yep. says, I just don't think Brisbane has what it takes to go to the distance. Thoughts? Um, personally, I think they sh- well, I'm not sure. So they're playing the um, Dogs this week. Um, not too sure if they'll win that one. It'll be a pretty good game. Mixed is a big blow if if they lose um, this week. Well, obviously, it'll be, he won't be able to play. But... Um, He'll be huge if they can get to a prelim just structurally. Um, Hipwood's been a big miss for them this year. I don't think they can win the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Rem. 
Yeah, nice, Harry. We got a question from Ethan. Uh, it's a bit long, but we'll get through it. Do you think when an average player retires, uh, like a Kale Hooker, not like Dusty, do they have enough to not get another job? Or do most retired players have jobs after their careers? But most of the public don't know. Wait, can I ask, who's Ethan? Is it Finos? No, mate. Um, we just stick to the first name basis, but thanks for your question, Ethan. I'm not exactly sure what you're asking. Um, perhaps you're asking about uh, careers after footy and you're talking about average players' careers. I mean, you do look at some of the commentators and analysis, and I feel like, yeah, they're probably some high-caliber players and the average players, you sort of forget about them. So, look, I'm sure they, they're studying. I'm sure they have other opportunities, and I'm sure they're going places in life. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. Bit of a long question, but that's all right. Dean, do we have our live guest? Unfortunately, we do not. It's bedtime right now. No, but, no, that's all right. But once again, this is a three-peat from Zach. Best small forward in the comp. Uh, I'll have to go Liam Ryan or Cameron. I'd still have them above Papley and Bruce and others. What do you think, Chase? Um, yeah, I think you're forgetting about uh, Tibbs Toby Green. Green. Yeah, t- yeah, Tibbs. Toby Green, best player. Oh, yeah. a small forward, like... He is, is a he small not a small forward? forward? I'd have him a bit yeah. taller. No, mate, he's yeah. one no, he's, he's right. epitome of a gun small forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, apart from Green. I think Green's yeah. in his own category when it comes to that. Then. Yeah. But it's pretty exciting. I mean, you also have... You've, also, you've got those proven players, but you've also got Cozzy Pickett, Cody Waitman, Dylan Moore... Yep. Uh, Shy Bolton, Zach Bailey, all these young players coming through with heaps of X Factor. General forward. But yeah, um, it's definitely exciting for the competition. Um, you should small, so say. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking no. more like pockets than small. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, then, yeah, you can probably throw Fridge in there, but he's more, he's a medium forward. Um, yeah, so we're welcoming a new guest on this week. He, um, we gave him a shout out last week. Um, an acquaintance of the show of the podcast, um, AFL Trade to Trade. Um, he's a big Carlton supporter. Loves his trade news. Is very active in the off season. So yeah, stay tuned on his Twitter page, AFL Trade to Trade. Um, and here he is. Would you like Woo! to introduce yourself? Oh look, boys. Uh, I'm and privilege uh, to be here. Absolute pleasure. Um, let's start uh, with uh, Daniela, who inspired uh, acknowledgement country. Um, and I have, you know, just some just some trade news, a uh, bit of everything. Um, a lot of news out of Essendon uh, in regards to Heppel's captaincy could go the way of merit, who knows. But I am hearing that there's going to be a mutual parting of company. Uh, between Dylan Shield and the Bombers. So, wow. yeah. Um, if you cast your mind back to 2018, uh, when the trade got done, yeah, yeah. Um, it was actually the final few minutes of the trade period. It was Dylan Shield in their second round um, for first round pick being pick nine and a future first. Um Sean Darcy athleticism. No, I don't know what that is. But, you know, so he clearly hasn't delivered for future, for 
two first round picks. He's 29 next year. You know, lads, what's his worth? Uh, which club suits him? I don't know, but is that club going to fly him out on a private jet like Carlton did? Oh, we threw absolutely everything for him. Pretty embarrassing, to be honest. But uh, mm. I think he's still a first-round pick, but yeah. not too. Nah. Nah. Late. Nah. Late. He's past his prime, I reckon. I reckon maybe a young player who isn't, like, a gun. There's who been need... a... You go. No, no, we're good. You go. Who needs Dylan Shield right now? It's a good question. I can't think of Timmy. I mean, you got yeah. Gold Coast. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just says Gold Coast. You know. I think still Colton. Yeah, Colton. Colton could do with him. Hawthorne could. We need like an inside fast midfield, not inside like a fast midfielder can change the game, break lines. Hmm. Yeah. Any other uh, news, Jared? Um. Another news out of Essendon. Uh, pretty recent. David Zacharakis, mm. age thirty-one. He actually said he wants to go on. I mean, I assume a club will pick him up or, you know, get a deal done. But, uh, yeah, what do you boys think? Gold Coast. <laughs> Goes to Gold Coast or? Yeah, just, just chuck him in. Chuck him in. Gold Coast. <laughs> like yeah, Brandon Ellis. What was that, Brody? Like Brandon Ellis. Nah, but Ellis. Ellis they, had a career. Gold Coast him. needed Ellis, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ellis actually. Gold Coast needed everyone, though. It's, it's... Um, more like George Holland, Smith, and Anthony Miles. Yeah, and Murdoch, and and just Townsend as well. Anthony Miles, Corey oh, Atkins, like yeah. Townsend. Yeah, but he's moved on. Oh, actually, no, he's, he's still there. there. Good yeah, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. This is a random. Oh, oh, as well as, um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, who was that back when? Is actually good. Gold Coast. Pal Bella, Sam Collins. No, no, from Richmond. Um, Menadju? Menadju went to North. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Grimes. No. Richmond to Gold Coast. Richmond to Gold Coast back. No, you're thinking of Anthony Miles. I'm not. I don't know who you're thinking of, Brody, but... um, (laughs) It's a good guess who. (laughs) It would be a good guess who question. Um, He's the person. I'll find him. Jared, we um put up on our on our story a few questions. Um, and the fans have a few questions to you as a uh, diehard Colson supporter. Um, we'll start with a few uh, facetious questions. Um, Sunny asks, "What's it like going for a dog shit team?" Oh, I mean, all you have to do is cast your mind back to 2013 elimination final. I mean, the amigos were there. You had Juddy back there. Oh, it's beautiful days. I mean. I'm not even sure. Didn't you come ninth that year? 2013. Huh, Brody? Didn't you come ninth that year? Yeah, but I mean, when you have uh, scums, uh, dog poo, you know, whatever you want to call them. Drug F&Ts. cheats, I think, is the... Yeah. How would you say? Like drug cheats is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but I wanted a more a descriptive word that really sums up mm. the whole football club as a whole. Yeah, we like to yeah. keep it clean here on the show. Yeah, we're a professional outfit. Um, another question from Remy. Um, why do you still support your club? Why does he still support Collingwood? I mean, well, Collingwood have. Uh, oh, they they're racist. Made two grand fi- have won a grand final in two thousand ten. Made it in two thousand eleven. Made it in two thousand eighteen. But let's keep it knowledge, right? No, no arguments here. Yeah, fair. Was Remy sending that for Ben Cunnington's house? Possibly. <laughs> I think we need to give Remy a spell from the show. Yeah, he does need to have a 
a bit he's of a had break. His, he's had his time in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple more questions. Corey asks, has Cripper passed his his peak? It's a tough question. Um, no, but the long answer is he, well, firstly, he was playing with a back injury that the club denied. He was getting um, jabs two hours per for the games. And I mean, personally, I think he should give up the captaincy and so sh- two should dock. I mean, someone like Weeders or Walsh, you know, I mean, Walsh is one of the boys, but someone who's really going to take this club forward and just let Cripps focus on his craft. Yeah, still quite young. Are you 26? Yeah, yeah, 26, yeah. 27, roughly that age, give or yeah. take. I was having this discussion um, before, uh, earlier today. I was thinking, you know, has the game moved on? We see a lot of good running players like Took Miller, Sam Walsh really excel. Um, this season. So has the game moved past him? I'm not sure. I mean, you still see Wanda Pelly, Fife, Petrarca, these big-bodied mids um, who can go forward, still be um, great players and very dangerous. So I'm sure Cripps still has more to offer. Adam asks, where do you think Carlton will finish next year? Oh, look, it's, um, it's a difficult way to approach this question because of the fact of all the external media. Yeah. But I think if um, the selection panel, which they actually announced today, uh, select the correct coach for the Blues, I think, yeah, we are a final side. Um, no doubt about it. Probably anywhere from 6th to 10th. Um, boys, I'd love your opinion on that. I mean, we had a discussion earlier about the Blues and comparing them to Hawthorne, but where do you see us finishing next year? I think six is wishful thinking. I'd go, yeah, it's 10 to 14. Oh, so you think, think we're going to miss out on finals? Yes, um, like you have every other year. I'm going to say I'm going to say eight to 11. I think you'll just miss out on finals, but it'll be a positive year. The group will be up and then 2023, it's the year. Hmm. <laughs> Um, this is right up your alleyway, Jared. Um, Chera doesn't have a good relationship with Lion. That's Ross Lion, I believe. As a fan, pick one that would make better. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, Zachy's... All right, Zachy's trying is. to say, if you are to pick one, would it be Chera or Ross Lion? Oh, look, Zachy, absolutely love you, mate. Uh, legend of the club and the podcast, <laughs> if we're calling this a club. But um, sure. I'd like to rebut that. Uh, they do have a good relationship, a working relationship, of course. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, but Kara and Brayshaw went over when Lyon got sacked and went over for dinner with Flowers. But um, look, I'm not the biggest fan of Lyon, but I still would have to pick the coach over a player. The player's not going to change the club. A uh, coach comes in, brings a new playing style, and uh, yeah, that's what the Blues need, a defensive hardcore coach. Do you think um, you need that old school type coach that's going to give it to the players straight and make them, I guess, work hard? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, something that was reported in the media that came out of the uh, external review is that other clubs perceive us as quote unquote, a Hollywood club. I mean, yeah, that's probably glorified by the fans as well as, you know, we're in the external media. 
But um, we do need a hardcore coach, someone that's just going to deliver it right up to the players and really challenge them. Like Mick Moldhouse. No, oh, I don't want to talk about Moldhouse. He's, you know, I actually saw a very funny meme. You had any Maguire, Mick Moldhouse talking, and it's like Operation C to stuff up Carlton, bring in Nathan Buckley. I like that. Yeah, nice. Anyway, we, we digress. We'll go on to uh, uh, my favourite segment, actually. Mine too, um, baby. It's uh, Guess Who? Um, quick score check. Dean, three. Harry, two. Brody, zero. Guest, zero. Okay. The first player. Clue number one. Lizzo. I won a NAB Rising Star nomination in my first game. Unfortunately... Unfortunately, due to injury, I only played one game this year. I Chad am a, Warner. I am Sam top, Sturt. Yes, Dean. Wow. Come on. Very well done. I am a top 20 draft pick in the Super Draft. I play for Fremantle. My first name is Sam. Very well done, Dean. That's, nice. that's excellent from you. Um, Dean is OP. I don't think anyone's going to catch him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I was playing, I'd catch him, but yeah. Anyway, okay. Do you have one for Player number two. Yeah. I like it's for Brody, but it's also for you guys. Like it, I don't know. Okay. I feel like yeah, I feel like Brody has again a half a chance. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, Brody's guess who before was Oleg Markov. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We sorted that out. The Richmond player that moved to Gold Coast. Yeah. Okay. Player number two. Clue one. I was a trainee carpenter before I was drafted. Jake Lloyd. No, it's I missed a crucial shot this year to win my team the game against North oh, Melbourne. Okay. I am 29. I play for GWS. Uh-oh. Daniel Lloyd. Yeah, Daniel Lloyd. I said Lloyd. Harry no, 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 <laughs> no. I meant it. Come on, man. No, Did you mean no. Daniel Lloyd? Yes. No. Oh. No, surely. Ah, uh, look, no, that's I'll just where you sit back the, and probably make, don't enjoy the show. Yeah, no, nah, it's alright. I'll give it to uh, Daniel, but it'll make the comeback even better. All right. All right. Five two. Five two. Once again, Brody, half a chance. Jared, I'm not sure. But um we'll see. Okay. I am I'm a three club player. I am 31 years old. I have played 15 games and kicked three goals. My wag is perhaps Brigsby, a bit more well known. Brigsby, 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 Brigsby. I am Hawthorne Brigsby. Ruffman. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it to Brody. I'll give it to Brody. No. <laughs> it's not his name. Brigsby. <laughs> 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 Egan Brooksby. Egan yeah, Brooksby. Wait, is he uh, a three or four club player? Three. Um, Beyonce sure Abby mm. Holmes. That's the only reason we know him. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I knew way. I knew him for Gold Coast. Yeah, but like you didn't I know. I knew him. straight away when you said 15 games. Okay. You should have known him when I, I said. Um, yes, after you said actually, fair enough. Nice, Brody. Thank you. Nice, nice. Yeah, All right, so <laughs> score is Dean five, Harry two, Brody one, guest nil. Um, that's all right. Um, I think the first guest to get a get a point, um, we might have to give them a prize. But yeah. Anyway, um, some interesting discussions um, this week. I was thinking after Melbourne Brisbane game in the last five minutes, they took off Oliver Petrarca, May, and Gorn. Which four players would you take off to rest in the last five minutes from the All Australian team? Gorn, Bonte. Gorn. Would you go from Kai or Hawkins? Yeah, I'm probably gonna say the keys are pretty important. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Gorn, Bontempelli, 
Harry Mackay. Just just this year, Harry Mackay. Actually, Hawkins because yeah. he's an old buddy. Hawkins. Yeah, fair. And then Toby Green. Fair. Yeah, Toby Green's important. Yeah, don't want him. Don't want to get him suspended. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, take him off before he gets. (laughs) Yeah, very fair. Uh, yeah. Um, Mark of the year and Goldie nominations are out. Um, we'll go through the Mark of the year. There's Jack Rewalt, Tim O'Brien, and Shy Bolton. Uh, I reckon Jack Rewalt just for the, just for the courageous, the unique Mark that it was going back with the flight and and a hanger. I agree. Mm -hmm. Although it could be Tim O'Brien, just because you know the uh, it's pretty rigged. I mean, you had Cripps and Nunes, goal of the year. I mean, then that Collingwood spud won it. I've even forgotten who it was. It was oh, yeah, Josh Dacos, man. Oh, so good. he was terrible. I mean, <laughs> you know, Josh Dacos to Paddy Dow, Nick Dacos, Thomason Dow, Tommy Dow, whatever you wow. want to call him. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah Dean, you go. Oh, Waitman was probably as well. He'd be yeah, considering stiff. himself yeah. unlucky. Yeah, yeah very stiff. Cool mm, game. Mm, gone. Um, a bit of a sigh of relief there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> goal of the year, um, we had Kazai Pickett, Caleb Sarong, and Marcus Bontempelli. Yeah, Bont for me. The running full pace, left foot, left foot snap from the pocket, full pace to curl the ball in from that position is much harder than it looks and it was an incredible goal and deserving of goal of the year. Which one was the Cozzy one? Um, it was the one against St Kilda round two where he got oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. crumbed the ball, shrugged through two tackles and kicked yeah. it on his opposite. Um, as much as I love Cozzy, probably not goal of the year. I'm going to go Sarong. I think the state of the match is also very important in goal of the year. And yeah, that was huge. Probably sealed the win. Whereas the Bont goal, the game was probably dead. I agree. Yeah, I think you got to go either Bunt or Sarong there. Sarong, Sarait. Their goals um, were pretty incredible. Yeah, amazed. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Both both Bunt and Pelly and Sarong. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same opposition. Yeah. No, it wasn't Bunt on the other side. It was the same side of the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same 50. Mm. Yeah. Jared, who would you go? Uh, look, I'm actually going to go Mickey Gibbons if he would have been chosen. <laughs> Um, bang a goal, but yeah, I've got to agree with, got to agree with uh, Brody with a bit of sarong sarite. Yeah, Jared, I have a I have a tough question for you: Blue abroad or Swoop Luke? Which one do you prefer? And do you enjoy the banter between them too? I actually I love the banter. That's what AFL is all about. Um, but yeah, look, Blue abroad. I've Terry Tez, the community is created. It's Ripper. Seen him at games, you know, it's great. Drinks a cold one, beautiful. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, nice. get around Swoop Luke. Uh, I do get a, I do get around Swoop Luke. Um, interesting unit. Um, yeah, not much, not much to say really, except for his video yesterday of him recreating Donda and just playing <laughs> day cost. That was that was funny. It was a bit interesting. It was a bit weird, but oh, no, nah, we love yeah, it. Yeah, nah, credit to him. Um, huge yeah, Spud fan, so get around that. We love the fans. A bit of a Spud, but that's all right. On the weekend, we saw some big forwards go missing. Joe Danaher and Charlie Dixon 
Both went goalless. Danaher's kicked the goal every game this year and then went goalless in the final. Why do you think that is? I'll start with Danaher's favourite fan, Harry. Yeah, well, I... You pumped him up. No, I'm not his favourite fan. I just said he should have made the All-Australian 40, I thought. Um, very disappointing game from Big Joe. I think it started from when he missed that goal. I thought it was a good kick, just got touched on the line. But, um, yeah, nah, the Lever and May killed him. It was a tough night for key forwards, though. Um, but I think Dixon actually played a really good game without kicking goals. He was influential, helped Rosie, Fantasia, Motlop, Robbie Gray kick all their goals. So, yeah, I think I still think he had a massive impact. Yeah, Danaher playing on Stephen May. That's all I have to say. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay. Um, yeah. Another um, question, another discussion topic. Who are some of the biggest waste of talent that we have seen in the AFL? For me, it's got to be Liam Jarrah. 81 goals. <laughs> Early Liam Jarrah, what, what have you put me through? The machete guy, then you drink jive. No, I name my cat after you. <laughs> 81 goals in 36, 36 or 37 games. I mean, who does that these, these days? No one. My opinion, he wouldn't have been better, better than Buddy, but I think he would have been the closest thing to it. I have a bit of a smoky here. Um, what about Jaden Stevenson? I mean, you know, does was drinking on the weekend or whenever it was last week. Was it uh, his Broken hip? Going to require surgery. He's had multiple uh, personal issues. What's going on there? Yeah, I think you definitely uh, you question question their dedication, but I think he's still got a career ahead of him. Um, to fix that and to, yeah, I think he's still got a lot of football. So, yeah, I don't think it's a waste of talent as such yet. Well, I think he's a season away from it, to be honest. I mean, yeah. why would, you know, North want that as a leader at their club as they're, you know, up and emerging very soon? 100%. In a doubt. Brody, um, yeah, I, think- um, I was thinking Ben Cousins. Uh, he retired earlier than... I think he would have liked to just because of all the shit that was going on with him, I guess, with the drugs and uh, other st- other stuff. Um, the guy was a gun. One of the best inside midfielders we'll see. He was Brownlow medalist. So, yeah, he retired in 2010. Yeah, another yeah. one. Will Langford for the Hawks had a barnstorm in 2014 season, then delivered in the granny with three goals. Beautiful one from the pocket. And then just, yeah, just did not hear about the guy after. Had a season, missed some goals, and then that was it for him. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Daniel Gorringe. <laughs> yeah. <Big> 10. <laughs> had a lot of upside, big Ruckman. But, um, yeah, just let his career, I guess, slip away. Yeah. Uh, honourable mentions, uh, Harley Bennell. And uh, Brody's man, Kel Kirby, played one game, um, showed heaps, but uh, unfortunately had a career-ending heart issue, I think it was. So, yeah. Yeah, very unfortunate for him, but yeah. yeah Willie Willi Rioli might be on Ruby the way as well. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, just last last thing. Um, we've seen a lot of the players uh, in the last couple of weeks put up their uh, tail strads, um, why I love footy. And I was thinking... Why do I love watching footy? And some of the things that I thought was, I love watching footy because of those taxi guys that participate in the grand final sprint. Always when they go through the players, um, the announcer at the ground, he always hypes them up and um, gives them a chance. But they're always, you know, second, third, 
um, to Danger or, or uh, Connor Meningy or one of those guys. So, yeah, that's why I love watching footy. Oh, I thought you meant you were talking about the taxi drivers when it's the lap of honour for the retirees. <laughs> no, no. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. Also, like, okay. the, um, on Grand Final Day, they do the longest kick, like James Pennycook. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, like, came like five times. Yeah. Always a favorite and never. Yeah. Never I really want to see someone clear the Yara. Brody? Mm. Yes. If you, get, if you get hold of a barrel on that left peg. Um, yeah, it would be a good opportunity to uh, see if I could kick it further than 60, 70 meters. I doubt it. I think I would have to talk that. You can't go for a drop punt with that one. Nathan Lyon actually roosted his. He got yes. 65 meters. He did. Who would have thought? So you don't necessarily have to be an AFL player to, to kick it that far. Back to the question. I think can't look past the footy record, guys, on the way to the ground. Iconic. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Jared, why do you love watching footy? Oh, look, it's got to be big Carlton win walking to Richmond Station. You know, you have this one... Uh, large, fat, drunk bloke singing the theme song. I mean, that's what footy's all about, isn't it? You know, yeah. I think those, yeah. the conversations on the train that just brings all the fans together, whether you're leaving early, coming exactly. after win, loss, just the full camaraderie of being a supporter of a team. What about just a, a, after a long week of school, long Friday, where you just had maybe if you chase a double math or double health, double PA, whatever it is, you get home, get ready to, to hop on the train. Uh, the atmosphere starts to rise as you see the fans. You get to the G. It's just the best feeling of, of getting there and then seeing the, the G fill up with all the people. And what, it's, it's always a cracking Friday night game. Yeah, I'm really, I'm yeah. really happy, happy you feel that yeah. way. The pre-game songs at the G, you get around them, Brody. Yeah. Dean, where's... um Glitter and Gold. Where is Glitter and Gold, Dean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hawthorne just got rid of that. This, you know, they opted for the song Fly, but they got rid of that soon yeah. after. I remember going to the Melbourne Hawthorne game early in the year. Like, all week, I was just playing Glitter and Gold because I wanted to hear that. <laughs> and then I came to the ground and they were playing this other song. So, yeah, a bit of a disappointment. Mm. Anyway, that's uh, all from us this week um hope you guys are doing doing well again trying times at the moment so hope we can uh give you a bit of joy but um thanks all for listening and uh, we'll be back next week
Everyone in your head.